for a profile on the person who broke a Windsor Film Festival record. Okay. By watching 77 movies, the most movies ever watched in their 11-day festival. So if each movie is two hours long, we did do the math. It's 154 hours. That's 6.4 days straight. Of movie watching, including like overnights and everything in an 11 day period. She was essentially only going home to sleep. Yeah. So enter LaSalle resident Genevieve Cano. She says she believes she might have actually been able to watch all 81 films if she had included the midnight screenings. So those are the only ones she didn't go to was the midnight screenings. But um, she says the only reason she could do it is because she retired last year during COVID. So mm-hmm. she'd just wake up, grab a coffee downtown, start her days at WIF, spend all day there. And she was actually quoted as saying, there are 77 movies I saw. Doesn't mean I enjoyed all 77 of them. <laughs> but I will tell you, quite a few of them were either a four or a five for me. So I was pretty impressed. That's nice. what she said. See, at Genevieve. that point, you got to be living off popcorn. Maybe the Windsor Zaw. I know they were doing slices of that close by. You're catching a quick nap in the whiff alley there with the couch. Like, you've got a nap, right? It's nuts. Because you, it's dark, you're comfortable. Yeah. How do you not fall asleep? Well, you're... that's the thing. I can't get through, like, one two-hour movie in the theaters without getting tired and wanting to fall asleep, so I don't well, know how that's because can... of the recliner chairs. Uh, the recliner see, chairs are really... They don't have that. There, yeah, so. they don't have that at the <laughs> Capitol Theater, so that's how she did it. Well, let's say you missed out on whiff, or you went to whiff and you're like, man, I want to do more fun stuff in our city. You should listen to Matt this afternoon and try to score tickets to see Cirque Musica Holiday Wonderland. He's been giving those out all week long. So, so it's that's like, gonna a, be like a Christmas Cirque du Soleil Christmas kind of show. acrobatics, music, lots of fun happening at Caesars November 17th. I don't know if you could watch it for six days straight, but it's worth a try. I don't know if they could perform it for six <laughs> no. days straight. I'm so tired. Just let us stop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? Hannah and Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9. Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. The first ever world leader on a drag race franchise show has been announced, and it is right here in Canada. Hmm, who you could it be? It. <laughs> You're like, hmm. A world leader in Canada, hmm. Hmm, Justin Trudeau, True Daddy, is right. going to make an appearance on a spinoff of Canada's Drag Race. So if you love drag, you've probably already seen our Canadian version of RuPaul's Drag Race, Canada's Drag Race. It's on Crave, mm-hmm. Crave exclusive. But they have a new spinoff show called Canada's Drag Race. Canada versus the world, and that's where international queens are going to come and compete against like our best and brightest here in Canada. Okay. So it starts next Friday on Crave, and uh, Justin Trudeau is going to make a, a guest appearance in the workroom. Um, the series is also going to feature appearances from Monet Exchange, Priyanka, those are both famous drag queens, and Jeannie Becker. She's like a fashion icon in, Can- in Canadian history. If you say so. <laughs> Good stuff. So it's going to be really awesome. Ed Sheeran could have saved a woman's life on the set of his most recent music video. Here's Shannon Burns talking on that. Ed Sheeran's recent music video shoot helped locate a missing woman. While Ed and his crew were on the beach shooting a music video, they noticed that police were in the area trying to locate the missing woman. The crew ended up helping the police in their search, and they ended up locating the woman in the water. And because of that, she was able to be saved and get the medical attention that she needed. Ed Sheeran saved a life. Wow. Isn't that wild? Did he do anything? Well, him and his his team found a missing (laughs) one. But she was in the water. That's scary. That's wild. Yeah, what are the chances they would just be in the area? So, Oh, the sound of the cherub angel baby's voice. That's probably what happened. He's like a siren song. Take me into your loving (laughs) arms. 
that way. And Snoop Dogg is denying the claim that he smokes 75 to 100 joints per day. So this came from his professional blunt roller, uh-huh. which I can't believe that's an actual job. She claimed she rolled him up to 100 joints daily. And Snoop posted this video in response. It looks like about 10 joints, no more than 15. Disappointing. Said I smoke 450 pounds. This is all in a day's work. Stop lying. I'm going to smoke all that weed in one day. What am I, the machine? Bitch, this is the roaches. See, roaches. So, I did count. There's 12 roaches 12 of there. them. So, 12, okay. 12 joints a day for Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah, this ain't like 100 in a day. You wouldn't do anything 75 else. 75 to oh my 100. God. It's like, okay. Maybe not Snoop's professional roller anymore. Now, here we go. Go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. If you're running low on spices... <laughs> or have picky eaters in the house, might I suggest you try Sonic Seasoning instead. And this is when you play specific types of music to make the food taste sweeter. This is coming out from researchers at the University of Lisbon. They asked 106 participants to rate food while listening to music. They ate carrots, cucumbers, and biscuits. So pretty, like, dry, flavorless things, right? There's not a lot going on there. But when people listen to music with tinkling, excuse me, tinkling, and higher-pitched sounds, the food tasted sweeter to them. That's what they found. Ooh, so sweetness is specifically what they're looking at here. Yeah. Not necessarily better, just sweeter. No, no, it, it makes it taste sweeter. So okay. they're saying for if you've got picky kids, don't like to eat certain things, you know, maybe put on Mike Oldfield's Tubular Bells. It's kind of like a more higher-pitched tinkling sound. Oh, there's the tinkling. Try eating, if, if you're eating right now, just try that while listening to this. Does it taste sweeter? No, this is giving me anxiety. Is it? Yeah. Well, what, do you, what would you suggest like, then? This sounds like horror movie It does, right? Stuff, but like happy horror It's a horror classic. Movie? Mike Oldfield, Tubular Bells. Put it on and see if your food gets sweeter. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll rush home and do that. <laughs> um, Johnny was asking me, like, do you know any songs with tinkling kind of tinkly ones. That's going to make food taste sweeter. Mm. And uh, obviously I said I know just the one. Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. I should have seen this coming from a mile out. What What's wrong with me? <laughs> Just listen to those tinkling bells. Okay, they're only really at the beginning. Yeah, so that's enough now. Fine. That, thank you. I would recommend to get that a palate cleanser, Childish Gambino, Me and Your Mama. Isn't that beautiful? Very nice. That's so, nice. Sweeten up your food a little bit. I do wonder how it would go on the other side of things. Like, if you got more of, like, a low-end sound going, is that going to affect the flavor? Like, just say, for example, uh, you put on Jazz Farts by Mr. Farts. You had to bring Mariah Carey into this. You did this. This isn't even close to what we were talking about. You started it. Sometimes, you didn't have to. Sometimes Johnny gets Jazz Farts on the air, and it makes sense. <laughs> this does not. This is not a correlated issue. I'm just saying, if Mariah Carey didn't rear her head, it would have never happened. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. This character from our millennial childhood, the voice actor just passed away so it is the end of an era the guy who voices the sorting hat has died oh his name is leslie phillips he's a british actor who was i mean he was 98 years old okay he was pretty old but remember this iconic scene from harry potter and slytherin will help you on the way to greatness there's no doubt about that well if 
I mean, um, fine. If but you had introduced it with his name, I don't think a single person would have known who you're oh, talking about. I didn't about. know. I don't know who Leslie Phillips is. Leslie Phillips. But he's right. the voice of the Sorting Hat. So the voice of the Sorting Hat has passed away. So all the millennials who were obsessed with Harry Potter back in the day, mm-hmm. anyone who has one of those Deathly Hallows tattoos, oh, yeah. you need to pour one out for the Sorting Hat guy today. Well, thank you for reminding me. Uh, to add my Harry Potter book collection to the list of things to sell on Facebook Marketplace because I almost <laughs> forgot I have it hanging around there. That's me when whenever Hannah says there's like a basic update or with a report coming up, I'm like, please don't be about Lindsay Lohan. Please don't be about Lindsay Lohan. Hey, this one wasn't about Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Thank you. Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Do you think you could do an open marriage? It seems like it can get pretty complicated. Today's Asking for a Friend, someone anonymously wondering, should I meet my husband's girlfriend? So they say, my husband and I have had an open marriage, and I'm completely okay with him being with this person. But he's been dating this woman for over six months. And when they started talking, I didn't even really want to know that much about her. Mm -hmm. But now that we've been together for a while, I've been getting the urge to meet her. I'm worried that it's been too long for me to ask to meet her. And at the same time, maybe it hasn't been long enough. I really could use some advice. Should I ask to meet at all? Or is it better to not have someone to compare myself to? Who should I even be asking, him, her, or both of them? This person sounds very confused by this whole situation. Hmm. It's tough. Like, um, open relationships are not something that I would ever consider. Yeah. But we are not here to, like, judge people's preferences. Like, if that's what you guys are comfortable with, then that's amazing. What worries me is, like, what if he really, really likes this person? You know what I mean? They've been seeing each other for six months. Like That's a long time with this. He talks about her enough for you to want to meet her. Like, that would be intimidating, I feel. You can text 10939. Courtney says, I did not think an open marriage was supposed to be anything more than casual sex. Exactly, because that's clearly not casual. Yeah, they say it sounds more like polygamy, to be honest, especially since you want to meet her now. So, like, yeah, Yeah. would that change into something else where it's like, now he's got two wives? Wives mm-hmm. instead of his wife and they're in an open relationship and they are free to hook up. Like, it's that's a lot. That is a lot. Um, but all that aside, do you want to meet the girlfriend? Hmm. If you, yeah, let's suspend disbelief. You're in an open marriage. Would you want to meet the other person? Would you want to see? Would you want to, like, what they look like, what they act like? I think I would want to meet yeah. the other person if that were the situation. Mm-hmm. Just, like, maybe you'll make a friend. Maybe you'll have someone to hang out with. But again, yeah. you know, it's it's intimidating. Definitely. So uh, another text here says the boundaries for open relationships vary so much for each person that I don't think anyone but you can decide if that's what should happen or not. And that's that's the thing. It's got to be it. This person started by saying they're fine with this open relationship. They're fine with their husband having this other woman in their life. Right. But just the hesitation and the already it seems to be tearing them up inside. Like, should I meet her? Should I not meet her? Mm -hmm. Like, are you really okay with it? Maybe that's the question you should be asking yourself. Right. You want to meet her to see if you're better or worse than her. You know what I mean? Like that you're going to start comparing yourself. That was part of it. It was like, do I even need to have someone? 
someone to compare myself to if they've been doing this for six months. Right. I you don't could know. Meet them and feel Ooh. really great, or meet them and feel really terrible That's afterwards. Super tough. If you want, you can call to weigh in on this 519 792 6040. Hannah and Johnny on 939 Virgin Radio. We are getting back into asking for a friend. So somebody wrote in and anonymously was asking whether she should meet her husband's girlfriend. So they're in an open relationship. Yeah, open marriage. him and this girlfriend had been seeing each other for six months. Originally, she said she didn't want to meet this person, but it's been long enough now. She's like, should I? Should I not? And I feel like the only opinion that matters on this comes from Destiny on our Instagram, who says, my husband and I are swingers, by the way. She says the fact that you didn't want to know much about her in the beginning means you should probably keep it that way. Curiosity killed the cat, and you might get your feelings hurt. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. Which I get that. Or if she meets the girlfriend and likes the girlfriend, Mm. and then something happens where they stop seeing one another, she could start getting, like, angry with her husband, you know? Yeah. I. Oh, wait a minute. My fiancé weighed in on this. This could be big for me, guys. Uh This could be huge. Sammy's putting her two cents on the Instagram. (laughs) Sammy says, there's no harm in asking if that's what you really want, but I would not be surprised if the girlfriend doesn't feel comfortable meeting you. That's the other side of it, right? Ooh, interesting. The other person uh, said that would be a lot of awkwardness for her to have to go through. Meeting the parents of the person you're dating is one thing, especially if there's a chance that the relationship can go further. But uh, that's, I guess it would be weirder. Do you think that it yeah, would be, what I, would be weirder? Meeting your, your you know, person you're dating parents or their other partner? Probably meeting their <laughs> wife, I would say. Yeah, but you would think? do you think the girlfriend even knows about the wife? Like, we oh, aren't really even sure about the situation. That, I think, would change everything. Because if it is truly an open marriage, that has to be part of what you're telling them, right? Because if yeah. they think they're in, like, a, you know monogamous relationship with someone who's married, that's just going to blow up in their face. Right. Much like that meeting might go. You know, you got the, instead of the dad waiting on the front porch, it's like the the wife in this situation. So. What are your intentions? What are your intentions with my husband, by the way? Oh, no, this, this is just, don't worry about this. Virgin Mornings with Hannah and Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is there... Any celebrities that you think you would actually be terrified to meet? Hmm. You can text us at 10939 about that. Like when uh, Mike Tyson, for example, came to some dispensaries around the Detroit area, I was like, that would be cool to see him, but right. I would always be kind of worried that he would knock my ass out. You or know? bring a tiger and yeah, uh, never the hangover <laughs> would happen. You never know. Exactly. They so. say not to meet your heroes. So, like, I would be scared to meet a celebrity I idolized in case it didn't go well. Who, for example, your hero? Who Beyonce. would you say? Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh, if you met Beyonce Terrifying. and you embarrassed yourself in oh front God. of Beyonce, I don't think she would ever be, like, mean. But no. if you did something embarrassing, I would die. Yeah. I, I don't get starstruck, but I don't think I would be able to look Beyonce no. in the eye. No. Be like, I'm not worthy. I Crawling on my hands and knees. Throw myself into a puddle for her. <laughs> Absolutely. Well... If you're Justin Bieber, you're terrified to cross paths with Judge Judy. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, that would be awful. And imagine if Judge Judy was your neighbor. (laughs) 
Like you're getting into disputes over things. She's going to tear you apart every time. Oh, my God. You don't want to get a noise complaint when no. Judge Judy is calling the cops. So, so this was Judge Judy about the fact that Bieber was terrified of her. He's scared to death of me. There was a period of time when he was foolish and doing foolish things. And so I must have said something about it. And then I understood that he was paying the front door people to let them know when I was there coming and going so he wouldn't have to bump into He's, he's planning his life around not running into Judge Judy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I might amazing. do the same thing. Well, for sure. No shade, JB. If you've ever watched any of the show, let's just let's go through some of Judge Judy's greatest hits here and, and commiserate with Justin Bieber. Judge Judy. Oh, please. Absolutely. Because you look ridiculous. You ready? I'm ready. You think he's ready? He's not ready. You know who I am, right? What's my name? This is Judy. Who are you, man? How you doing? Tell me, ask me how I'm doing. Where's her money? The money? Huh? I do not owe her anything. Oh, please. She ran out of my house and slammed the door, breaking the window. I was extremely upset, so I grabbed a rock and tossed it gently at her car. <laughs> I'd like 10 million people to hear that you've done something stupid. That's my joy in life. That is her joy in oh life. Oh, my gosh. One baloney from Judge Judy, and I would be over. <laughs> yeah, how was it that Dr. Oz was the one on the ballot in this? We need Judge Judy yeah. to turn the country around across the border. <laughs> She's so no-nonsense. Hannah and Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's like time for a basic fuck date. On 93.9 Virgin Radio, it's Hannah and Johnny. So this new invention is going to change the way you drink mimosas forever. Tropicana has just released the quote-unquote perfect mimosa maker which is essentially just a spray bottle attachment that attaches to their orange juice bottles. Okay. Because, you know, sometimes when you're drinking a mimosa, you want it to be like 75% champagne, 25% orange juice. Right. Just then, put some color in there. Oh, really. yeah. Just like a little a little tiny taste of the orange, but <laughs> mainly just an excuse to drink a glass of champagne in the morning. Yeah. So this uh, Perfect Mimosa Maker spritz bottle has three different spritzing settings for however you want your mimosas to be in terms of the amount of OJ. There's a whisper, the first setting, the less amount. Just a whisper. Just a whisper of OJ. And then there's spritz and there's shower. Uh-huh. So are you a whisper, spritz, or a shower kind of guy in terms of, like, OG and your mimosa? Don't, don't talk about that like it's a thing you can be. Uh, I'm just learning about this now. I'm, I don't... Totally, a, I'm totally a whisper. Oh, just are a, you? Just a whisper of OJ in my champagne, and that's a mimosa. Uh, mm-hmm. So text 10939, are you whisper, spritz, or shower? One, two, or three if you're spritzing some OJ into your champagne. Just this, this is living up to the name. If you didn't know, basic update is basic B update. Exactly. Oh, I'm so, feeling it, too. <laughs> this isn't for sale, but you can enter their sweepstakes between now and tomorrow if you're 21 plus. Or you could just make this at home. Yeah. And honestly, just get a spray bottle attachment. Clean it if it's like for cleaning products or whatever. Empty Windex bottle. Yeah. You're like, there's a oh, touch just of detergent in there. Fill it with OJ. You're good to go. Just <laughs> just a whisper of glass cleaner in there. It'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, it looks blue and not orange. That's probably not great. Mm, sudsy. Hannah and Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's a big year for Eminem. Just got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Mm -hmm. and celebrating the 20th anniversary of 8 Mile. 20 years! Wow, oh my gosh, I can't believe Ah. it's been that long. I know, I still remember watching the rap battle scenes and just being like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) 
20 that years ago. You crave spaghetti. Yeah, absolutely. Mom's spaghetti all the way. And uh, that's what they're doing to celebrate. This is a commercial they just put out for this. Get your sweaters ready, New York. Mom's spaghetti is coming to the Big Apple to mark the 20th anniversary of 8 Mile at Shopify, New York. Want some pasta for the E-Train? Got that. Meatballs? You know we got that. Or no meatballs? Got them. How about merch? Mom's got that, too. Get ready to get some Mom's Spaghetti New York. Available for a limited time at Shopify New York. Mom's Spaghetti. It's all ready. Ready, 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 ready. The, definitely the standout was at the very beginning when you can hear Eminem puking up a cup of spaghetti. Get your sweaters ready, New York. Ew. <laughs> oh, gross. I didn't know that's what that was. It's okay. right in the song. Vomit on the sweater already, Mom's Spaghetti. Oh, right? yeah. Beautiful. S- didn't even notice the retching noise until you pointed it out. Had to point um, it out. So they didn't mention the Sketty sandwich. No. So maybe that will or will not be available that in be, New York. Yeah, maybe a Detroit specialty. They want to keep that one at home. And I still haven't been to Mom's Spaghetti. If you've been there, text 10939. We oh, waited in line before a Tigers game. You ordered it too, right? You put the order in. No, no, in. we didn't put the order oh, okay. in. No, no, we long. waited in line and the line was not moving. Like it was going so slowly. And I think we had 30 minutes until the game started. Yeah. We waited about 15 and not even like one person ahead of us had gone it gone up and gotten their food. So we were like, oh man, we're going to miss it. Yeah, so anytime. We, we left. It's been packed anytime mm. I've seen it. So yeah, if you've been lucky enough to get that mom spaghetti, let us know. But also, you know who else is celebrating a 20th anniversary? Justin Timberlake, 20th anniversary of his debut solo album, Justified. Oh, my gosh. A cultural reset. What kind of pop-up would he do for that? Just giving out packs of ramen noodles. McDonald's, obviously. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Loving it. Okay. <laughs> now we're, we should be a marketing team for these guys, I swear. Hey, Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Sonic the Hedgehog versus the God of War. Who will come out on top? It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Who cares? (laughs) Not me. I can hear Hannah's eyes rolling, but we had to sit through your basic bop dates. So now I get my video game nerd time. Uh, This is actually very big for Sonic the Hedgehog, okay? New game Sonic Frontiers just came out. It's Sonic. Sonic is not real. What do you mean? This is really big for Sonic the Hedgehog. Because it's not a real person. Let me put it to you in terms you'll understand, okay? Because Sonic Frontiers is the new game. It's his first time getting into open world gaming. And a lot of people are excited about this because there's been a lot of lackluster Sonic games over the years. It's like your Lindsay Lohanessance. Lindsay okay. Lohan coming back to glory. This is what's happening um, for Sonic. Lindsay Lohan's Christmas movie coming out tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the same arc. So everyone's stoked for Sonic, especially because this new Sonic game is coming up against God of War Ragnarok, which also just dropped. Was that a movie? uh, There might have been a movie, but God of War, there's been a bunch of games. The last God of War game was huge. A lot of people loved it. Some people are like, "Eh, it's not for real gamers, but that's besides the point. This new one has been very highly looked forward to, and um, so far both games doing stellar. High, high praise for both. You might have seen the ad for God of War Ragnarok. This is how you know a game's really big. No, I haven't seen the ad for God of War Ragnarok. Well, you're missing out because it stars Ben Stiller as a parent-child therapist having a session with John Travolta and his daughter and LeBron James and his son. And Ben Stiller is dressed like Kratos, the God of War himself. This is how it sounded. of course, Kratos. That's a great observation, John. Bella said that you'd think it was stupid. No, I said I thought it was stupid. Okay, you know what? This is good right here. 
I mean, the God of War dynamic plays out in every parent-child relationship. When that clicked for me, I picked up my Leviathan axe and fell truly close to my son for the first time. I'm 17. Okay, last night, 2 a.m., I'm laying in bed. What am I thinking about? Kratos. Are you kidding? That's me, big time. It's, that's common for me. <laughs> we believe you. You're being too thirsty. What is happening? LeBron. It's it's a Can session. Can I get my 30 seconds It's back? a parenting session happening. Listen, they're, they're asking LeBron right now how he feels. What's going on beneath that headband? I'm not even wearing one. No, I know. You know. I mean, like, if you were. LeBron, he said he'd rather play against me than with me. Shot in the heart. Really? I think we call that a Le breakthrough. A Le breakthrough, Hannah. Mm. I think we just had a Le breakthrough together. Are you feeling I more in the video game mindset? No? All right, fine. More music then. I thought then. we had Le, Le Breakup. <laughs> this is our Le Breakup? Yeah. It's been real. See ya. Get more Legally Blunt. Yes. Yeah, I'm on board. Live on the radio. Hannah and Johnny. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 93.9 Version Radio.